Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode 378. I am your host, Ted, and I'm here in the V-Twin Cafe. Joining me today is Warren Massey. Now, he is here to tell us about the Doghouse Podcast and the I Just Want to Ride blog. But before we get into that... The Motorcycle Men Podcast is brought to you by Scorpion Helmets. Now they're offering high-quality, innovative motorcycle helmets and technical apparel at an incredible value. So to learn more, get on over to scorpionusa.com. And wild-ass seats. Now you can improve your comfort and ability to stay in the saddle longer with a cushion from wild-ass seats. So if you're tired of those painful pressure points and fatigue, get on over to wild-ass.com and get your cushion today. Make sure you tell the real Craig Johnson that the Motorcycle Men podcast sent you on over. And the Stuck Up Sticker Company. And look, everybody wants some. You need them. Your fans want them. So get your stickers from the Stuck Up Sticker Company. That's right. Now listen, cost, turnaround time, and quality. Those are the details that they care about. They know you don't have a lot of money to spend, and you need to get the most for your budget. So the Stuck Up Sticker Company, let the sticker Jesus take care of your sticker needs. And as always, boys and girls, the Tobacco Motorwear. For the best in casual riding gear for men and women, there's only one place you should be going, and that is Tobacco Motorwear. Visit them at TobaccoMotorwear.com, and our listeners will get 10% off your order when you use that code MOTOMEN. Your safety is worth it, so get on over there and get in Dave's pants. Time now for that interview with Warren. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Motorcycle Man Podcast. This is episode, what is it, 378, and my guest tonight is just chuckling at that because he's probably saying, isn't that cute? But uh, <laughs> I, I kind of remember back to 378. It was a little <laughs> while ago. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Uh, Warren Macy, uh, is that right, Macy? Thank you for Massey. Me. Massey. Uh, and where are you coming from? Uh, Front Royal, Virginia. Oh wow! Way okay. up in the yeah, you know, at the tip of Skyline Drive. Oh no, kidding! So, I yeah, I, I want can, I got to get up there. I can walk out into my driveway, look to the uh, southeast, and I can see Skyline Drive. No way! Oh, yep. My plan this summer is to do uh, the Blue Ridge Parkway Skyline Drive, beginning to end. Let me let let me know when you're coming this way, and uh, we'll hook up. Oh. A lot of lot of great places to uh, eat in Front Royal, and a lot of good riding in this area. With and that's one of the things I'm well, I'm not on this, not one of the things I was planning on talking about. But this is a good time. I'm working with the town of Front Royal to try to create it as the motorcycle destination of Virginia. Yeah, because we have a lot of good riding in the area, and we have tens of thousands of motorcycles passing through every summer. Going to or from Skyline Drive, the right. riders stop, fill up their tanks, and they keep on going. Oh yeah. It may one that you know a few may stop for overnight because they came at the end of the day. Right. But the vast majority pass through and don't understand it. And there's such good riding in this area, more than I ever expected when I moved here two years, you know, almost three years ago. Wow. See. Wow. Well, anyway, so Warren's here because he uh, he runs a blog called I Just Want to Ride, and he's also part of the crew for the Doghouse Podcast. So I thought it was a great idea to have him on here. Tell us about the blog, tell us about the podcast, and all that. So, Warren, how you doing, man? I think it's a wonderful day to be on a motorcycle, and I wasn't because it was snowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? You got hit with that, did you? Yeah, we got uh, wasn't very much here. and you know, Most of it was to the east and north, but we got a... Hmm, Maybe half an inch to to an inch. Yeah, it's it's on the ground, and that's it. It kills your riding right there. Anyway, yep. so listen, tell us who you are, your motorcycle self, and what you do. Well, my motorcycle self is I started riding when I was five years old. My mom said I was riding a motorcycle, a mini bike, before I was could even ride a bicycle, and I've loved it ever since. And been wanting, you know, wake up thinking about motorcycles. Uh, don't tell it to my wife, and you know, the door's shut, so. <laughs> You didn't hear that. Uh, uh, I love writing about motorcycles. I love riding motorcycles. I love talking about motorcycles. 
It's got two wheels. I want to talk about it or ride it or, or take pictures of it or something. Yeah. So it's just what I like to do. It's my avocation. If I didn't have to work, if I could figure out a way to make money and you know, keep myself in the way I'm accustomed to, <laughs> I, I, I would do that full time. I think everybody would do the same thing. <laughs> what are you riding? Uh, well, I just traded off. And, uh, I had a 2014 Harley Davidson Ultra Limited. Great bike. Loved it. Uh, it had it hit it out just the way that we wanted it to. A lot of custom dynamic lights so people would actually see us. Right. Uh, it was just an awesome ride, but it was starting to get a bunch of miles on it. And I saw a, I've never had one before. I saw a CVO 120th anniversary road glide. Oh, boy. And I said, oh, that's just too much money. And then I went back and looked at it again. I said, that's still too much money. And... <laughs> Went over and looked at some of the other bikes, and I came back and looked at it again and said, I can't see myself spending that much money on a motorcycle. And lo and behold, I walked out with a, with that damn thing. <laughs> you know, they, they say if you look at it once is one thing. If you look at it twice, you might have a problem. <laughs> if you look and at I, it a third I was time, up like my fourth, you definitely fourth time yeah, when I looked see? at it. <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble at the second time. The third time, yeah, forget it. You're done. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So. It, but it's been pretty nice. Although, uh, well, this wife, is why you can't retire. Yes, I got I got a motorcycle habit. I can't retire from. Yeah, you know, I got to work the rest of my life just to just to support my motorcycle in the way it thinks it needs to be kept. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so, what do you do? Now, tell us about what what you're doing. Uh well, I run. I just want to ride motorcycle blog. Right. And it's basically just anything that you know my wife or I think that we want to talk about, write about, to, you know, take pictures of. Not so much on the video side, although I'm starting to do more. Uh, it just takes a video takes a lot of time to oh, process. Yeah. Oh my God! Yes. And to edit and everything, and I you know between work and family and everything, I just have not had time to do the uh, the video editing stuff. So, yeah. but so anything the vlog can be about anything. I do have a couple routine sets in there every month. I do a post on all the recalls that came out that yeah. month. Uh, and then I also try to do a little bit of news, news items that catch my eye, like these uh, new proposals to have speed limiters and kill switches in vehicles, which does include motorcycles. That's insane. That's weird. We're going to talk about this. Why did you start the blog? What 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 brought you to that? I'm at graduate college as a history major. Always liked history, so I just well, I'm going to document what we do just because I like to do it. And over the years, now I have 16 or almost 17,000 followers of the blog. Really? Oh, man. And about 12, 10, somewhere between 10 and 12,000 Facebook followers. Damn. Uh, and so somebody's obviously liked it. I don't know why. <laughs> You're a great source of information. I know, I, I, know why why. I, you know, I know why I like it, but I don't know why anybody else would because it's yeah. just what I want to talk about. Right. Well, it's a great and, source of information, honestly. It is. Oh, I'm glad that. You now, know, does don't it, well, don't the, get to hear that very often. Now, well, the information that you get for your blog, does that come to you or do you go searching for it? A lot of it comes to me. Really? Uh, yeah, because I subscribe to, you know, to the Honda, Yamaha, all their press releases. Right. So I get those delivered to me. Uh, so I, I guess initially I got to go up the first time, but all, ever since you subscribe to them, you get that information. Uh, and then I get up. I follow a lot of the motor motorcycle blogs. Sometimes I'll get ideas from them, but most of the time it's just stuff that comes. I come across because I look at between you know breaks and between meetings. Sometimes I'll just do a quick scan and say, "Hey, what's going on in the motorcycle world today?" <laughs> and then some stupid thing will pop up, and yeah. I say, "Okay, press the button and save that for later." Then I'll go back and look at my list and pull it out and write it up. Now, did you ever? That's about that's about all the work I put a, into. Research. Well, well, that well, see, that sounds like a lot. Maybe have you ever like totaled up the amount of time you put into your research, gathering all the information, to the amount of time it actually takes you to write the blog? I mean, I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> if I did, if I did that, I'd say, what the hell am I doing this? For? So, what are you because, spending more time on? <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't have sponsors. I don't get, I don't do advertisements. Uh, I'm planning on doing that one. In my head, I told myself when I get to 20,000 blog subscribers, then I'll start looking at trying to monetize it. But up until now, I've had no desire. And if I start weighing out how much time I'm putting into it, 
I don't know if I would want. I <laughs> <laughs> stop. I, yeah, I'd bet to stop because I said, I, you know, I'm putting way too much time in for no return, but now, other than enjoyment, other than enjoy, I, I do enjoy it. Well, what, what about? Uh, and, and again, I, I'm sorry for throwing this out, but what about what about adding more photography to your to your blog? Have you considered that? I need to do more, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I got I got you know one of the things that really hurt over the last few years is with the pandemic. Uh, that really eliminated a lot of time to go out and ride. Oh yeah. And and then now that the the world is starting to get back to normal, my job I got got a promotion, and so that's kind of cut back a little bit of time. Sure. So I do still do a lot of photography in in the blog, but not as quite as much as I need to. And I'm glad you pointed it out. I'll make a note to start doing more of that. <laughs> oh, that wasn't a dig. No, I just... <laughs> no, it wasn't. But you are right. You are right. I do need to do more. You know. The last couple of uh, things I posted was like the the best motorcycle tanks from 2023. The, you know, I, I oh yeah, I did see stuff. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some crazy motorcycle tanks people design, or, or the weirdest motorcycles from last year. Yeah, or the, yeah. the best movie, the best posters, artwork from motorcycling yep. last year. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, yeah. So those are those are all out there. You know, but. Like I said, I don't want to think about how much time I put, I put into it because now, now that you made me start to think about it. Ah. All right, uh, well let's well let's uh, rather than rather than go in hours, how many days does it take you to put together one blog? All right, let's use one of the reoccurring ones. The uh, the recalls takes right. me about forty five minutes right. from start to finish because I go out to safercar.gov. Mm-hmm. I pull up the last 30 days of recalls and it's everything. It's just not motorcycles. You can't sort oh, really? by really? That's interesting. That's very yeah, interesting. So I have to go through and look at the title of the recall and make the assumption, is that a motorcycle? If it has to do with a window being recalled, I know it's not a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a safety belt problem, yeah. it's probably not a motorcycle. If it's a uh, rear axle I don't know. It might be a motorcycle, so I have to open it up. Right, yeah. I have to open it up and look at it and see if it's a motorcycle yeah. or not. Wow. So it takes about 45 minutes on average to go through all the recalls, oh, wow. automotive recalls, and then cutting, pasting, and adjusting, and, and adding you know, my little touch to it, and then posting. It takes about 45 minutes. Damn. You know, it's funny because whenever, whenever you, you post those, I do read them, and I look at them, but are you ever surprised by the recalls do any of them yes. just like strike you as like what the break, hell break recalls almost i mean every I, I i'd have to go back and count i, I really don't want to <laughs> Brake recalls are all the time whether it's for the master cylinder the brake line the brake pads the you know the disc brake itself every few months there's a as a massive recall of brakes and i'm you know some of them you know, some of the smallest ones are a hundred thousand. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, you know, Harley had a couple of years ago. They had a brake recall that was, you know, four hundred or five hundred thousand bikes were recalled for a brake problem. Wow. But you know what and, I find interesting though, when you, you mentioned that, uh, is and, and again, I, I read all these and and I I am I'm I'm surprised to how infrequently Harley Davidson appears on those recalls. Yes. You know, people always give Harley Davidson. Well, if it, you know, you know where Harley was because where it leaked. Well, yeah. in the seventies and eighties, that was true, You're but right. it's no longer the seventies exactly. and eighties. And Harley seems to have some of the best builds because you'd think that BMW would be one of the best, but BMW seems to have a lot of recalls. If you follow any of the adventure travelers, the guys who ride BMWs, they have problems. <laughs> they got serious problems. Yeah. Oh my God! How, to, to, to date, how many blogs have you published? Oh, I don't know. I've never really, I never really paid attention to that. But it has to be somewhere in the three to four hundred range, I guess. Really? Yeah, because I try to do at least four a month, and I've been publishing since you know about two thousand and eleven, two thousand twelve, two thousand ten, somewhere through there. Wow. Do you have uh, of all of the podcast uh, the the blogs you've published? Do you have a favorite that you've put out? Yeah, because uh, there's there's a couple, but my favorite one is Rules for Passengers. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> there was a there was a a blogger out of New Zealand, and she asked me if I could do a guest post, and I was 
struck, I looked through my old stuff and I didn't see anything to be worthy of a guest post on another blog. And I said, well, I have to write something. And then for some reason, my wife made a comment and I said, we know that's the, thank you. That's the, that's going to be the blog post rules for passengers. So I come up with these rules, you know, the rules and I uh, wrote it up, sent it to her. It got a lot of traction. Uh, I've seen it been copied into other bloggers spheres without attribution, but you know, that, that stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, so, but that one seems to be one of my favorites. And it's also been one of the ones that seems to got a lot of traction all over the place. Yeah. Do you get reports onto how your, how, how your blog is doing as to how many people read it and all that? I, you do your blog yeah, through, uh, you do your blog through WordPress, right? WordPress. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And that it's a uh, stats give you pretty decent, you know, I could pay for better stats, but you know, the free stats that come with, with my paid subscription are pretty good. Yeah. And I, you know, I know which, which blog articles do the best. Uh, I know where, you know, where the, where it comes from in the country in America or the world who's right. seen it. And, uh, uh, in prep for this show, I actually looked it out and looked to see how many countries it's been looked at. And it turns out it's been looked at in every country except for 14. Oh, wow. It's not been looked at in Afghanistan or Turkmenistan. <laughs> it's not been looked at in um, uh, the Solomon Islands. Uh, there's a few other places, but 14 countries worldwide have not looked at I Just Want to Ride. How about, how about the South Sandwich Islands? I'd have to say that's in, that's over by the Solomons, so I'd say probably not because there was a couple <laughs> other islands there, but I couldn't zoom in on them enough to see what they were. It's called, it's uh, it's it's uh it, yeah, it's South Georgia and the, and the and the Sandwich Islands. We actually have one listener from there. <laughs> so, uh, that's pretty want? cool. Uh, yeah, that's it's kind of cool. weird. So, and believe it, it's a, it's an ongoing thing on the podcast. Um, Let's let's move on to the podcast that you have, the, the Doghouse Podcast. Um, now, well, first, well, was the, was the blog a result of the podcast, or was the podcast a result of the, the blog? What what came um, first, the chicken that, or the there egg? There was there was no interaction between the two. Oh, ones. okay, all right. Uh, the blog started before I joined the Doghouse. The Doghouse started in two thousand and eight or nine, two thousand nine. No kidding, really. Yeah, and I listened to you know I, I was still in the army at the time, and I started listening to it and i enjoyed listening to them they were on terrestrial radio yeah. a local local uh, station in washington dc and i enjoyed it you know i'd set my alarm for a little early on saturday morning because it came on you know i think seven o'clock saturday mornings and i'd listen to it in bed uh much to the chagrin of my wife <laughs> and <laughs> and then uh uh a few years later i wrote an article about how i didn't care for modern motorcycle racing right uh, I just didn't think it was as much fun as it used to be. Uh, it, it, this was before Moto America took over. Sure. Uh, uh, so it was the you know the Daytona group of racing families or whatever they called themselves. It just wasn't fun. wasn't wasn't worth watching. And then I made a comment that what they really need to do is to bring Harleys and V twins and race them. You could do it on a Daytona short track. You could do it on road tracks. And the guys that run the doghouse, Phil and Ken, read that article and decided to ask if I could come on and, and you know, join them, similar to what we're doing now as a right. guest. And I said, sure, why not? So I go to their studio. We have a great conversation, uh, an episode about what I thought about motorcycle racing and why it wasn't doing all that well. And uh, a few weeks later, they called up if asked if I wanted to be a regular on the show. Well, how about and, that? That was 2013. Damn. So about 10 years ago, and uh, I've been on the show ever since. Damn, that's awesome. Well, well, tell us about the birth of the podcast and what you know about it. And and as I recall, as from what I've read, it was actually on the radio first. Yep. Yep. It was the terrestrial radio in in the D.C. area, and that's where I found it. Yeah. And I listened to it, and then they transitioned to the uh, uh, podcast environments because... The radio station changed its format from uh, uh, you know, a man man network to a sports network, and the powers that be at the show at the radio show uh, station decided that motorcycle racing wasn't a sport, and they didn't want to have the show on. Wow! So they got they got dropped. You know, well, that's you know, business, I guess. Yeah. 
So they got dropped in. They decided to do a podcast. So Ken and Phil uh, built a studio in Ken's motorcycle shop. Ken ran a, ran a motorcycle shop at the time. Okay. And uh, I started following the podcast and uh, enjoyed it, listened to it. And like I said, something we're along the line. They noticed my blog. Yeah. And uh, got invited to be the guest. And then now I'm a permanent host. There's three hosts, Ken, Phil, and myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, originally, it was all about the motorcycle lifestyle. Right. But as we all know, that somewhere around, you know, the 2010-ish area, the motorcycle industry had a, you know, big drop. And, uh, you know, it's a cycle. We, you know, we we're going to have another one. It's just that happens. And uh, there wasn't a lot to talk about on the motorcycle lifestyle so much. Uh, so they decided to start talking about motorcycle racing and about, and they started giving Daytona Motor Group a, a huge ration of crap because it was a terrible product. Uh, and they talked about Supercross, and then I got in there and we started talking about it. And Phil likes to say that we invented Moto America because we kept complaining about Daytona so much that people, <laughs> other people listened to it and took it over. And that's when Moto America started. Oh, wow. And I like to claim that I, I discovered king of baggers because i started talking about racing harleys and indians in 2010 (laughs) and we and we talked about it multiple times on the shows over the years and we know that moto america wayne rainey listens to the show we've had him as a guest we know that chuck asklin one of the owners in of the show of moto america listens to the show because we actually have conversations with him every now and then we we meet both of them up at the tracks and we go to the tracks they're great guys so I know they listen to the show, and they, you know, I can't say that you know we birthed King of Baggers, but if we didn't, we had it. We had a big role in. You may have yeah, some idea. influence, right? There was yeah, we some... had the idea. Idea got planted from us. It had to be. <laughs> well, tell us about that's the... my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> of course, yeah. Well, tell us about your uh, your co-hosts. Uh, well, Ken was uh, been in the motorcycle industry off and on for years. He's he's uh, you know, had a couple shops he's run. Uh, but he got you know whacked pretty hard with the uh, the first turn down and then the recession really finished him off on that and sure. he got to the private uh, world. Uh, Phil started life in New York, so we don't hold that against him, <laughs> except except when we do. Uh, You're allowed. He's a, yeah, he's from Long Island. Long Island. However you say you know however you say it up there, uh, and he, so he's your typical New Yorker, boisterous and you know loud talking and. He's a lot of fun. You know, he, he's, he's one of my best friends. And uh, that's how they got together to do the terrestrial radio. And uh, from there, it's just been, you know, you know, what, 13 years of the, of the motorcycle podcasting, Doghouse Motorcycle Radio, on now, all your favorite podcast channels. <laughs> so let me ask you this. So when the radio station dropped you guys, what year was that? Uh, it had to be about 2010, 11, somewhere yeah. through there. Now, were, were the episodes prior to that point, were they, did you number the episodes then, or was it just? Yep. You yep. did, you it, did. Yep. So the numbers the numbers that we have, we, we actually just finished recording episode 768 tonight. Right. So that 768 goes all the way back to the first terrestrial radio show. No kidding. Now, yeah. why didn't you restart the numbering when it actually just became a podcast? I've never asked that question. You know, the the boys just decided that's what they wanted to keep on counting, and that's where they did. Oh, all right. Uh, okay, but, good. Did, yeah. how, and, and I, how many? How many? Do you, 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 ever, you ever look at the stats and see what kind of listeners you got? Uh, well, at peak, and this was two thousand eight, nine, ten, before the first down, before the first downturn of when we were sure. When the show was running, uh, two hundred and twenty-five to half a million. Man, every that's week. nice, man. Yeah, but that, you know, and the only reason they know that to be, and that is a true, defined stat because they hosted the shows themselves. Right. You know, so they had the the shows were on their own servers. They could count the number of downloads. They knew exactly, you know, how many listens they ever got. Right. Because now, if you you know, Apple doesn't give you good numbers. No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, I only get reporting. I only get reporting from one source. Yes, Blueberry does not give you good numbers. No. Uh, we host on SoundCloud. One month, one week, SoundCloud will say we'll have no listeners. 
Yeah. The next month, next week we'll have a thousand. The next yeah. month we'll have two. Next month we could have ten thousand. Right. So it's so, so inconsistent. Cloud, yeah. But we, the best that we can guess right now, based on a variety of sources, we kind of collate them. Uh, uh, somewhere between eighty-five and one hundred and twenty-five thousand listens a week. That's all. Awesome. Is what we're is what we think. Now, can I prove that beyond the shadow of death? <laughs> no, because we don't know what we get from Apple. We don't know what we get from all these other ones. Yeah. And we can't afford to host the shows ourselves because hosting is not cheap. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Absolutely not. You know, in fact, even even to uh, sign up with a hosting service, while not tremendously expensive, it's still a monthly expense, especially if you're not monetized. Are you guys monetized? No, we're not. Ah, see. We, ha- we have been several times. Yeah, yeah, we have been several times. We've had Moto American sponsored us several times. Yeah. Uh, Canyon Filters has sponsored us. We've had sponsors off and on, but uh, I don't know what it is because we're because motorcycling is such a niche industry that it doesn't get the attention that it, it, it actually truly deserves because they don't realize advertisers, for whatever reason, don't realize the numbers of bikers that are out there. Yeah, and I, I, and they don't realize that there's a lot of money tied up in bikers. Yeah. I mean, how much money we spend on our motorcycles, how much we spend on travel, how much we spend at hotels and diners and restaurants. Even they just, don't understand even, that we we yeah. have a disposable income. Yeah, I mean, even some stupidest you know. Well, you know, I think the insurance companies know because they obviously have jumping on that bandwagon. Yeah. You know? But uh, you're right. Yeah, there isn't. There's not enough. Uh, the, the only people who are of interest to motorcycle podcasts and vice versa are other motorcycle podcasts and other motorcycle retailers. That's <laughs> it. You know, it, it's yeah. it's it's like you said. It's just a strange niche market. But um, w- w- for you, for your podcast, what are you? What what are the difficulties that you're coming across? Uh, each week you do a podcast because we have went from a motorcycle lifestyle show to a motorcycle racing show actually not very much except when there's no season going on at the moment <laughs> right <laughs> L- luckily that doesn't happen all that often you right. know you know, when you, you know really our only problem is uh, november to january is when we really only have some problems and we can there's enough stuff we can fill in that time without too much problem sure but you know we just started a supercross season uh we just had what you know race number four out of glendale arizona yeah. uh fabulous racing there this week this this time and shortly motor america is going to start shortly world Superbike is going to start shortly motor america uh, moto gp and moto 2 is going to start sure and then we'll have so much stuff we'll have to skip weeks we may go a week or two without talking about one or two of the different uh racing series because there's so much to talk about in one one of them. You're, you're gonna have to double up each week on podcast, then. That's all. Yeah. Well, we've done that too. Yeah. And, and we've extended them. We used to be an hour show. Yeah, I was gonna bring that uh, up because your yeah. show used to be well over an hour long, and now your no, shows yeah, are we, knocked down to thirty minutes or so. Yeah, we try to keep it at a tight thirty minutes so that we can, uh, uh, you know get on with our lives <laughs> but yeah we used to do you're right it was sometimes well over an hour because we, at the time you know we were doing the lifestyle stuff and the bike industry was on the at the, at its peak for that particular cycle uh there's a lot of talk about i mean you know crazy stuff that people do you know pe- people stealing things uh one of my favorite uh, things we talked about was uh, uh motorcycles in india was being a, a jerk and he ended up running into the back of a, uh, uh, a a dump truck, and it caused the tailgate of the dump truck to open up, and a hundred or you know it's like twenty thousand pounds of elephant manure dumped on the guy, and it killed him. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not because the guy died. It is but, well, you know, you know, hey, it's, it's die, a fitting you know. end to a thief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. <laughs> But uh, you know what? The thing is, you talk about the off-season. There really is not an off-season. you got to remember now, because we're in the Northern Hemisphere. you still got Baja that happens. Yeah, and Dakar. And Dakar. Uh, yeah. And, and we talk about those just a, little, a little bit as well. Yeah, the, the, the Dakar is such a great race. Yeah. It's such a American, great race. 
American won it this year. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it's the second win in, you know, if you take the COVID years out, you know, second win in five seasons, five right. races. So that's pretty that's pretty unusual for Dakar to have someone win it that often. Well, they're, and they're back. They're actually back in Africa now, aren't they? Nope. They raced in Saudi Arabia this oh, year. Oh, they Saudi Arabia this year. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they did the, you know, last year it was in Peru, Chile. Yeah, they were in South, South America. America. The, the, I think the past three or four years they've been in South America. Yeah, but this year they were in uh, the empty quarter of Saudi Arabia. Wow! Yeah, I miss now the days had, when they when it was in North Africa. Too dangerous. Oh, man. Too dangerous. I mean, you know, it's one thing you're racing your bike and you wreck it and get hurt or killed, but it's another thing when you're racing your bike and they have people shooting at you and you get killed. Yeah, that, that and that's what. That'd be bad. Yeah, and that's why they moved it out of you know, North Africa. And it's still how many days is it? Was it like fourteen or something like that? Oh, something like that. Yeah, twenty-one, twenty-one days. A bunch of stages. Yeah, I think it's. I don't remember. It's not something I follow real close. Yeah. But uh, you know, there's the last couple of years have been kind of interesting because you've had the some good races and you know I've watched them off and on and so, but it's not something I keep a lot of you know, a active eye on. Yeah. Damn man. Now, uh, how I I mentioned we talked about this briefly uh, before we started, but. How does it feel knowing that the Doghouse is one of the longest-running motorcycle podcasts out there? It's, it feels strange. I don't think we were one of them. I think we are the longest-running. Yeah, I believe podcast. you are. Yeah. Uh, there was a few that's had, uh, but had long runs, but you know, all the ones that we used to measure ourselves by are gone now. Yeah. Kickstands up, for example. You know, I listen to them all the time, and. Uh, you know, they listen to us. We're cross-pollinated our stories. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, we, you know, I think we are the longest-running podcast in the motorcycle arena. Yeah, I think uh, behind you, it's Motorcycles and Misfits. Yeah, they're, they're up in like 500. They're in the right around the mid-500s. Uh, I can actually tell you right now because, you know, we have that internet thing, you know, that we can, <laughs> we can find out real quick and we could know, uh, misfits. Here we are. Uh, they are on episode, uh, what are they on? I'll tell you right now. They're on episode 383. No, that's oh, not right. no, 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 that's, that's not quite right at all. No, that's on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes no, no. Google's they're like, things weirdly. Yeah, they're on. They're in. They're in, in the, in the mid five hundreds. That's what I do know that for certain. They're in the mid five hundreds. So, um, oh, five sixty. That's where five sixty. Yeah, I thought and somewhere around there. And Cleveland Moto is up there also, and Adventure Rider Radio. Yeah, they've been around for a while. Yeah, Jim's been around for a long time. Have you ever talked to Jim? Uh, I have once. Mm-hmm. Not as part of the podcast. He he. I ran into him at a uh, Royal Enfield demo no at a local racetrack. Yeah. You know, wow. Because he was looking. He came out to look at the uh, the Himalayan. Yeah. And uh, you know, and ride it on the test track. And it was it was it was, you know. So I talked to him for a few minutes, but I was more interested in riding the bikes that yeah, Royal Enfield had out there. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then, of course, there's me. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. you guys have been around for a while as well. Uh, yeah, we started in 2015. Uh, I think the Misfits started in 2012. And uh, Cleveland Moto started in 2014, 13, or 2013, I think. Or maybe I ran out at the same time. But uh, they are around 450 now. They're somewhere around there. So, yeah, we've all been around yeah, for a long one, time. Yeah, one of the things that we do is when we know that you know, because we got three hosts. Yeah. You know, we can. You know, if somebody takes off. It's no big deal. We'll just run. You know, missy man formation to, yeah. to make the show happen. <laughs> but occasionally, we all have something to come up. So we'll record. Not so much recently, but we have recorded two or three shows, extra every year. Yeah. Just, just, just BS stuff, just to cover, and then mm. we'll fill the. You know, we'll have them in the can, yeah. ready to run in yeah. case we. You know, all three of us are unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> Network, you know that, something like that. I mean, do you guys did you guys take a break at all throughout, throughout the course of the year? Actually, no. You don't really. Uh, no, we you know because we, 
all three of us love motorcycle. We love motorcycle racing, and we want to talk about it. <laughs> and we and we do because you know, you know the spouses really love talking about it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're very you know we don't take ourselves seriously. You, you've listened to the show, you know we don't take ourselves seriously, yeah. and we we don't care if we hurt the feelings of any of the racers or any of the you know, the industry because you know they're, if you want us not to hurt your feelings, you start throwing some money at us, and we'll you know we'll be nicer to you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> how long do you think you're going to keep doing a podcast because uh, people ask me know, people ask me the same question and i i I'll, I'll share my answer when you give me your answer as far as i know in until until we're all three of us are dead <laughs> that's pretty much what i say you know, i tell everybody you have to pry the microphone out of my hands when i'm dead <laughs> oh my god damn man but it's, it's it, can, yeah Good. And it might not die if we can, you know, if we start getting to the point where we're getting tired of it, we'll we'll start looking for another guest host, another host. And, oh, you got kids? Uh, yeah, but they're both girls, and neither of them ride. Ah, oh, they have no interest yeah. in riding at all. Well, the younger one, well, actually, they both do, but uh, the older one has has uh, kids, and so she's not really there. When when the kids move out, she'll probably she might actually start riding because she has mentioned it, and the younger one would. Uh, but she is a Navy wife, and uh, they move a lot. Oh, and that just okay. kind of, that just kind of, you know, kind of kept her off of it for now. And then she needs to get her husband working. Her husband is starting to show some interest in it. Uh huh. See, there so, you go. Yeah, well, who hey. knows? But uh, yeah, you know, like I said, if one of us decides to quit, we'll probably look for another host. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, if you if you you know if that time comes around, we might you know reach out to you and say, hey, you want to do two shows? <laughs> I'm anytime. Just you got my email address. Just call me up or whatever. You know, I'm I'm game for it. <laughs> you know, it, you got to make because we were talking about this on our show one time. It's like, how many times can you talk about? Okay, did you ride this weekend? What'd you do? Where'd you go? I mean, how many times? Every can week. You? Yeah, and every exactly. Week, every and I, week. I mean, I'm like all the time <laughs> it's like what's the issue here you know i i realize you know because when you do a podcast for for guys like you and i you know this is it motorcycles okay let's get yeah let's talk motorcycle and then for other people it's like yeah okay even people who ride i get to, i get the same thing from a lot of people who ride it's like yeah i ride but it's not my life but is it and that's when I look at him with one of those dead eye stares. <laughs> I, I hear the words coming out of your mouth, but I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. I don't get it. Um, so, so are you a Harley guy or are you an any motorcycle guy? Uh, I'm an any motorcycle guy because I've ridden just about all motorcycles, but I am a Harley guy overall. Yeah. For uh, a variety of reasons. Okay, sure. You bleed orange and black? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Me too. I know. <laughs> but I, I almost bought an Indian last year. I, you know, blasphemy. I look, uh, <laughs> no, because it's a beautiful. It was a beautiful bike. Is one of the, and well, okay, you're gonna get me on a soapbox. <laughs> I, I love Harley, to death, and I don't have a problem with them. Uh, the paint jobs all look good. Indians I've liked, but their paint is terrible. And then last year I saw one of their one of their equivalents to the CVOs, and it was really nice. And I was so close to buying it. You know, I I couldn't justify having another motorcycle in the in the garage, or I probably would have. I don't know, honey. It followed me home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, she was there with me. She said, oh. "If you want it, get it." <laughs> so that's how you know. She said, "If you want it, get it." Damn. Yeah. So I was. Oh, that was, that was difficult. <laughs> yeah, don't to say, say no that. <laughs> And then uh, this year I went up. Uh, you know, we bought the, the CVO last year, and this year, just this past weekend, we went to the local Harley dealership, Skyline Harley Davidson, and uh, started looking at the new models that came in. And the paint job on those things are terrible. I don't like the it, paint at all this year. The colors are horrible. Yeah, it, they're Indian colors. I hate to I hate to be bad on Indian, but their paint is dull uninspired and this year's harley paints are dull and uninspired yeah yeah the only color that i think is well there are their orange is always good i always like their orange 
But yeah, if you're an orange guy, that, yeah. that is good. But I'm not an orange guy. They're the that new blue that they have is pretty nice. Shark skin blue. The shark skin blue is uh, that one's pretty I, good. But no, the I'm, I'm talking. I'm not talking about that that shark skin blue. There's another blue. See now I got now I got to look it up. It's kind of a I don't want to say navy blue, but it's a it's a darker blue. Uh, oh, I, oh, yep, you're right. That's the best of the bunch, but it's still not that. Spe- there's nothing special about right. it. Right. It's it, yeah, and you're right. It's like even even the uh, the CVO colors are meh at best. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not uh, awful. Last year's. Last year's CVOs, the Street Glide and the Road Glide, had that. They had the uh, whiskey collar and the platinum silver. Yeah. Both of them are nice. Yeah. Both of them are really nice. But yeah. Everything this year is just, with the exception of the blue, are dull yeah. and uninspiring. And the blue is nothing special. It's the uh, blue burst, they call it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you're right. Yeah. They're all meh. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I mean, I like their. Their Baja orange is really sweet. I like that color. But like you said, if you're not into orange, then you're kind of at a loss for uh, the bike colors this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Very disappointed in their colors. What do you think of the the CVO Pan America? I wish I could ride one. You haven't it's, ridden one I, yet? Well, I'm talking about full time. Oh. <laughs> uh, they're, too, they're, they're too tall for me. Even even though they lower themselves at slow speed, seriously, even after the yeah, I'm not a tall guy, and they're just too tall for me. Oh, but have you had a chance to ride the Pan America at all? Yeah, I got to ride one as a, in a test ride, and yeah. I enjoyed it. But uh, I could never see myself riding one off road because I don't think I touched the ground quick enough. <laughs> if I had to, have you had any? Had the think, oppor- well, have you had, had the opportunity to do any off roading? Oh, as you know. As a young man, I did it. That's all I did. Oh. And uh, but in as in the, in the here now, I've done a little bit with the Royal Infant Himalayan, and How I did a little bit with. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. I could actually touch the ground on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so the Royal Enfield is actually pretty fun. And then I got to do a uh, BM, one of the smaller BMWs, the three in the three hundred, three sixty or something like that. And I don't yeah. remember exactly. And I've enjoyed it. They're a lot of fun. I like them. Wow. Uh, I have a lot. If if I wanted to get into the venture riding out here, uh, again, the Front Royal area, we have Shandoah National Forest and George Washington National Forest yep. yeah. with lots of off-road trails. Yeah. So if you're a, an adventure rider, we have a couple uh, Jeep Trail of Honors, you know, those high-end off-road courses sure. that Jeeps yeah. people like to ride. Yep. They're open to motorcycles. You could ride those oh, wow. motorcycles on those roads. And you know what? You don't necessarily need uh, a dirt bike or an adventure bike. You could do those on a scrambler. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I've uh, one. Of, in fact, one of my guests that's been on the show. Um, in fact, he's got his he's got his own blog like you, and uh, he he has a Triumph scrambler that he takes into uh, one of the national parks over in Kentucky. And he does that quite yeah. frequently. So yeah, it's a, it's a doable situation. You can, so get yourself a scrambler and head on out there. And then I had to justify putting another bike in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's a problem because no, and, and, uh, well, trust me, I don't. I want to. Yeah. A, a scrambler has been on my list of to do items, but haven't been able to pull it off. Nah. Yeah. You know, I've, I I you know, because I'm such a Harley guy. I have a hard time looking at another bike. And saying, "Yeah, I can. I'm gonna. I want to take that bike and go off road with it because I want a Harley to go off road with." <laughs> well, you got the Pan American, and that's yeah. Good. I know that's it. You know, and you know, you, you think about well, well, what if we just like kind of like take a Sportster and make it a Dirtster? You know, does that work? You, you know, could. You could yeah. Many people have done it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how well the new ones would work because they got that huge radiator up front. I I, I, I do not like the new nightster and the sports duress i haven't ridden either one of them but they've harley has strayed away from what the sportster has been for how many years now over 60 yeah they've strayed away from that you can't they didn't have a choice You, you know they didn't have a choice epa 
and you're gonna get me on another soapbox here. Uh, the EPA has mandated such you know emission standards that they, they can't do those type bikes anymore. Well, here's the thing: there's no reason why they couldn't have taken that new engine and crammed it into the Sportster style that we're familiar with. They could have well, done that. They, they'll say they did. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm not I, sure that that's the right answer, but they'll say they did. You know, and well, they did. They obviously didn't because I, I think because I think that that's I think right now we might be staring down the barrel uh, the barrel of the end of the Sportster because of what they yeah. the Sportster yeah, S. We are. Sportster S is I've not, haven't again I haven't ridden it, but it's it's okay. But you can look at it and go like, well, that's not a Sportster, and you can look at the Nightster and you can say, oh, that's a Honda Rebel. So you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, 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 unless if they do another complete redesign or they bring in elements of the old Sportster, I think it's, I think it's going to be going away, which is sad, you know, for, for a bike that we yeah. know and love to be around and gone. So this is the 1950s. Yep. 57. Yeah. Yep. It's a Somewhere shame. around there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Long time. <sighs> Just about as long as your podcast. <laughs> a little longer than that a little, a little bit longer, longer hey so how can people learn more about you your podcast your blog how can people learn more well the best way to do it is uh, for the for the blog is go to i just want to ride.com right and that's the number two not the letters to you exactly. i just want to number two ride uh, dot com uh and, and subscribe you know, like I said, I need more subscribers. <laughs> yeah, he's got to get monetized. And, then, and the only way that can happen is if you subscribe. Yep, yep. And I'm not going to do that until I hit 20,000 subscribers. So right. I'm on the way. I'm up to about 17, 16, 17,000. That's great, man. That is really, really awesome. That's a lot. Holy crap. Yep. Um, but the and podcast. Then, now, here's what's interesting. I want to bring you something, but sorry to interrupt you. But if you look up Doghouse Podcast on the internet, there's another one out there called Doghouse Podcast. There's actually more than one. There is? There's, oh, there's, there's like three or four. Uh, but you have to look up Doghouse Motorcycle Radio. Okay. That's the only way you can be sure to go get us. And it's the same on Apple. There's a, several other Doghouse Podcasts. And several of them are dead podcasts, but they're still out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Doghouse Motorcycle Radio, just look that up on any of your, your, your podcast directories or Apple, mm -hmm. uh, iTunes, and you'll be able to find us. Uh, All right. Uh, Do you guys, does that, does that podcast have its own website? It does, but I couldn't tell you what it is because it's a very long and convoluted name because uh, at the time they started the podcast, they had the intent of creating a network of podcasts. Right. And they started off with six or seven different shows from different podcasters uh, it was going to be the uh ntn national talk network right um but uh that didn't work out but they didn't change the names of anything and so now you have to go to ntn radio slash recreation slash doghouse <laughs> it's time for so, your own it's time for your own website <laughs> yeah yeah it definitely is and you know it looks like we're gonna probably have to do something because the hosting fees that are our current uh, vendors, they've raised their prices unbelievably. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have to start looking for a new new place to host the show. And I just might bring it in underneath the my, I just want to ride umbrella. Yeah. Because with uh, WordPress, I can have two or three sites with the same cost. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah. But we'll have to, I can't host this. I can't actually host, as you know, hosting the actual radio, the actual audio is not a cheap cost so we'll have to you know continue to use soundcloud to host the uh yeah the the audio wow so any advice to anybody who wants to do a blog or a podcast do it just do it yeah. i mean that's you're going it's going to sound terrible it's going to read terrible uh when you first start just like mine did just and which still does <laughs> uh uh with the with the podcasting buy yourself a good start don't start cheap don't go to walmart and get one of those vlogging kits you know if you're really going to do it and you think it's something you want to do put a little bit of money into your microphone because that makes the world a difference oh yeah uh, if, you, if you don't have a decent microphone you're not going to sound good if you don't sound good people aren't going to listen to you that's right audio and, is important yeah and don't worry about ed you know so the other thing about podcasting don't worry about editing if you screw up run with it 
Yeah. Make fun of the screw up. <laughs> Make fun of your partner who screws up. Of we course. We do that every every show. We do that on the doghouse. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey Warren, listen. I want to thank you very much for being on the show and telling us all about the blog and the podcast. And uh, I, I definitely want to have you back on again sometime in the future. Right? Yeah, anytime. Yeah. Hey, don't go anywhere. I want to talk to you when we're done. So, thank you very much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Motorcycle Man Podcast is supporting David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. Get on over to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate. Links will be in the show notes. And, of course, the Gold Star Ride Foundation, helping families of fallen soldiers. If you'd like to be a part of a great cause and get some heartfelt miles in, get on over to goldstarride.org and learn how you can participate in the next Gold Star Ride. And we're helping long-haul Paul Palin complete his mission to ride a million miles for MS. Now, he was told years ago that a cure for MS was a million miles away, so he decided to ride that million miles for that cure. Now, you can help him by going on over to longhaulpaul.com and donate for his quest for that cure for MS. Thank you for joining me and Warren here on the Motorcycle Men Podcast. You can learn more about the blog and the podcast by just going IJustWantToRide.com. That's the number two. And links will be in the show notes and, of course, on the Motorcycle Men website. And don't forget, boys and girls, get on over to the Ride With Ted YouTube channel and watch some of the many videos I have there. And if you would please also like and subscribe. That would be a tremendous help to both the channel and, of course, to the podcast. For the rest of the Motorcycle Men team, boys and girls, thank you for listening. And remember, kids, we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Ride safely, kids. <laughs>